Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, introducing the greatest top 10 show, The Movie Mount Rushmore, featuring the one AJ Anthony Jordan, the UK's favourite film critic, Nico Duro, the silver screen dude! <laughs> I say hole in one. <laughs> That's quite relevant. Actually, I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. But what? Oh, you haven't seen it? You didn't know there's a film called Hole in One? Haven't seen it. Do you know what? Normally, By the way, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. We were gonna, we were planning on how to do an intro and it became the intro. <laughs> this is the intro and I'm gonna go with it. Um, as you know, this is... Uh, uh, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> we're in the intro, we're in the intro. Um, hi, screeners, it's me, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. And me, Nicolero. Right. Welcome. If it's the first time, well, welcome back. If you join us again for the second time. And if it's your first time, we're a lot smoother than that. We are normally a lot smoother, but hey, you can't can't beat nature. You can't beat nature. Um, We are talking our top 10 movies. Well, Movie Mount Rushmore, top 10 movies of a specific genre or category. And this week is sport. Nico said hole in one based on a very off camera trick that I done. Um, yeah, it was closing the door and into action. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was no trick. <laughs> it was no trick. It was just a, a very good swing. No, hey, it's one of those. No, do you know what? It was one of those where when the door closes so well that it doesn't bang and it doesn't just not shut. It's smooth and it's, it's in one. Smoothly closed. It was yeah. good. It was a hole it, in one. Yeah, it was a hole I'm, in one. I'm really building up closing and we the door. Going a lot to, yeah, <laughs> it was dramatic. <laughs> a short movie, all on the door closing. Um, so that's what it was. But then we're talking hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> Done by Guy Ritchie starring Aladdin. <laughs> If you Check out last week's episode. Last week episode. <laughs> Guys, it is not a silver screen myth. You will. Even if it is a, a YouTube phenomenon. A lad in the lad. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you, lad in? <laughs> a lad in London. Oh. <laughs> it, it's coming to peace. Bit by bit, you guys are seeing this. We're building it every week, you know. <laughs> exactly. that. It's becoming into something. Um, right, we were talking hole in one, which is a golf reference, which is a sport reference, golf being a sport. But... It's Where the World we... Cup! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we are doing it in, in terms of the World Cup, but why I stick on golf hmm. was from the makers of American Pie. From the team that brought you American Pie. When we were doing our Raunchy Teen, another plug to what we did. <laughs> um, when we were doing Raunchy Teen comedies, I came across, but haven't had the chance to watch us yet, a film which featured one of the stifflers from the not main arc, yeah. but straight to DVD. One of the stifflers. I think he'd done two of the American Pie DVD movies. But right. he's, it's a golfing film called Hole in One. So when you said Is that, there I thought a you shooting comedy called Hole in One. Yeah, so it's a golf, sexy, sexy golf. Yeah, movie. it's, it's Two Ameri- things that should never be mixed. <laughs> it's American Pie meets golf, which yeah. So I thought you, that was your reference. So like, I'm going to keep that. And then I thought, oh, is that like... No, it just happened to work. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, guys, yes, welcome. Um, that was really weird. Um, that was one of the longest intros with... Normally, we try to force the company. This was just a natural, hopefully you laughed, um, moment. Um, I did. Yeah, so did I. Um, Nico, please, for those of... No, wait, 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 wait. Those joining us. Go. It's the World Cup. It's the World Cup. Oh, of course it's the World Cup. It's the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, let's go into the World Cup. Um, At the time of filming, France have just finally woken up. France have finally woken up, but let's screw the waking up. Let's go into the element of who the fuck was sleeping. Mm. Argentina, as Mm -hmm. you mentioned. Portugal. Yeah. Spain have currently joined that group. Half, no, an hour and a half ago, 
Spain just got knocked out the tournament by Russia. Hint, hint, you know what day we record. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, you know the day we record, and by the time this comes out, I imagine it's going to be the last week of the World Cup, or just after the World Cup's finished. Yeah, um, we've also seen world champions, defending champions... Germany. Germany, no oh, longer... Finnesen! They're not even defending because they're out, so there's no defence in that. It was previous winners come in and go. Um, we've seen some No, weird... he did not go out, he just did not win. <laughs> it's this sort of nonsense I'm sure they would say do, do you know what's really funny the last time we were um, here in World Cup fe- um, fever we were talking about how Germany booked a hotel way before yeah because they knew they were winning I hope you got your money back if you've done that again that <laughs> <laughs> and that's no racial no, term it could have been the English football team no, do you know saying. what I hope you fucking booked a non-refundable hotel and you got your arrogant teeth kicked <laughs> <laughs> exactly lightning doesn't strike twice in the same but place yeah. fuckers. but um no that that was that was very, it's, it's been a very interesting World Cup and being the UK boys that we are we have to honour <laughs> our favourite pastime it is our national sport of course it is intent. football is the one that we hire Soccer to the American fans, but trust me, it's football. Um, this is the sport. You play with we, your foot. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Football with your hand is yeah. the one you guys choose to call. I mean, they kick it, they punt it. They actually gave us inspiration for the term punt, so... Yeah, yeah, which we will be explaining shortly. So we, we decided that instead of going on a soccer slash football, football. Um, top 10, which would have been very limited and difficult, and I don't know how much we would have actually appreciated. There's a few. There's a few. There There's are a few. A few. Um, but we would have had to go uh, down the likes of Football Factory in Green Street. Yeah, yeah. which I'm guessing you didn't mention. No. Thankfully, yeah. No. They, they just came into my mind now, and I was like, yeah, but it, it's more on the antics outside of the sport as opposed mm. to in the sport. So I got one which is kind of outside. Fair enough. I mean, do you know, let's be honest. You'll, you'll appreciate it. Let's be honest. When you are in a sport, there's only so much you can do of the sport. Otherwise, yeah. you might as well just tune in to the sport. Quite. So, yeah. Or watch a documentary. For example, Icarus didn't make the list. There we go. But good. When good we were kings. When we were kings, good move. Yeah. So yeah, that's that that that's the basis of how this came about. And um, not for a winner, just because we are Brits and we have to celebrate the World Cup. Nico, please, for those unfamiliar with this movie Mount Rushmore and the silver screen dudes and this whole top ten that they've just seemed to be catching parts of, can you break no. it down in one go for him, please? Here's how the movie Mount Rushmore works, guys. AJ and I each pick a topic, we go our separate ways, we make our individual top 10 lists, we come back in studio and we deliver to you, the Silver Screen Dudes, our top 10s. AJ will go first delivering his bottom three, I will then go and deliver my bottom three, AJ will deliver his next two, I will deliver my next two, then we will trade one apiece after a short intermission. If at any stage while we are rounding off our list, one person has a movie in a higher position, that person will say, punt, and there's your NFL, American football, or football as you call it in the States reference. And we will talk about that movie when we get to the high position after punting. Once we have both delivered the, our top tens, we will then combine our lists to make the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four must-see, diverse as possible movies of our given topic, which this week is the top ten sports movies. Indeed. Which was inspired by the Great World Cup. The Great World Cup. Jules Great World Cup. In the it, sense this is it, one of the best. This is the best one what? I remember since 1998. Let's, yeah, let's just go down the fact of... There's no, there's no predictability. No, there's really not. Russia just knocked out Spain. South there is Korea no knocked out Germany. Germany. Like, and if you check the odds, you would have made some really good money. <laughs> really good money. You quit, I mate. Congratulations <laughs> to you, sir. Right. Okay. Do you want to fire it off? Then? I'm going to fire it off, and I'm not going to talk football. I'm not. Cool. I'm going to talk American football, <laughs> even football. I'm going to start with the wonderful game of basketball. Oh, okay. In animation. 
With in an animation, Space Jam. Oh, cool! <laughs> <laughs> Why, how, could, how could we not mention Space Jam? It's an honor. Okay, great movie. I mean, it was a great movie. No, not great movie, but great memory. Great I fun. Think, yeah, I mean, it's, everyone wants to be like Mike. Take your pick, but the, the classic Mr. Jordan, not myself. Um, <laughs> by Mike, we don't mean Jackson. No, <laughs> or Tyson. Both greats in themselves. Mm. <laughs> but, um, Ooh, that could have made the list. Mike Tyson's documentary. Indeed. That's indeed. a good shout. Yeah. Honourable. Never, <laughs> honourable. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Mike, but, don't yeah. hate me. <laughs> Please don't hate me. Please. He's honourable. Mike's a good guy. Mike's a good guy. All of them. Um, yeah, Space Jam, Michael Jordan, doing what he done. As R. Kelly said, believe he could fly. Which he was renowned for. Fucking Sir Air a lot. He did fly. <laughs> yeah, he legitimately... He, he done shit that we just didn't anticipate. Well, what was it Marvin the Martian called him? Precisely, Sir Altitude. <laughs> <laughs> but this is it. You take the wacky world of... The Looney Tunes. Above, yeah, the Looney Tunes. And put it in... You mix it with the, the defiance of what Michael was doing with gravity in his NBA run. And you just have this mad, wacky movie that just makes sense of... You know, and this was a good time actually Slam because this is where from the penalty shot line. I mean, if I remember, this fuck? this is where Michael Jordan, the celebrity that he was, gave up the world of basketball to enter the world of golf, baseball. Yes, it was the baseball, wasn't it? He did golf as a pastime. Yes, yes, yeah. That's where he gets. That's where he gets taken into the animated world with Bill Murray. Yes, <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah. So and then the madness ensues. It was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. Shout what, out to what? Danny DeVito for doing the voice of uh, the villain. Okay. Yeah, he did the voice of the villain. Cool. It's an unknown fact there. Yeah, so Space Jam's one of those family fun movies that you could always well appreciate. Yes, Basically, these fun. nasty little meanies from Moron Mountain. Oh, I'm reaching deep here. I don't know how I remember that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's your honourable. These nasty little meanies from Moron Mountain. Uh, it's basically a world, uh, a theme park world. <laughs> yeah. And in, in on a different planet, and they're looking for new attractions, and that is the Looney Tunes. And they try and come and capture the Looney Tunes. And it's and a winner take all basketball match, isn't it? Yeah. Win, win you get us lose piss off yeah. <laughs> in a nutshell basically so who'd you call Good who are you Mike. gonna call <laughs> Mike Jordan Sir Altitude <laughs> very nice name very nice name so yeah bit of fun now my number nine mm-hmm. this one is in the world of football interesting go I'm talking the UK cons versus the screws mean machine Okay, so it's an honourable. Vinnie Jones, yeah? Vinnie Jones, the Vinnie Jones one. You know that this is a remake? Of The Longest Yard. Yard, Which is... With Burt Reynolds. Yes. Which then got remade as The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler, yeah. Yeah. Good man! Yes, I do know that. Um, Both Longest Yards, I would put down as honourables for myself. I don't know where they are. They're on there, honourable. Yeah, they're they're honourables. One with the UK twist. One, because I can relate to the rules a lot more. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Mean Machine actually was the one that I secured as my fit. I love the story of the the the, the, the shamed star who's now in prison yeah. and worshipped by his um, inmates. Not worshipped. No, there is one who worships him, should I say. Yeah, the Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Scots worship him. He's, he, 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 he's known as having that football star, so they all look at him and frown upon him being there. And, and this, they this think is... he's a wanker because he threw the game for England, didn't they? That's the one. That's Yes, he threw the game... Even along this yard, isn't it? They had that same yeah, element, yeah. yeah. And it's so now you've got these really, really uptight, especially the warden, who's a real pain prick. in the ass prick of a. You wouldn't played it, by what's his face from Gladiator, right? The the announcer from Gladiator with the mad eyebrows. I'm sure that's him. I can never remember the dude's name. 
You don't remember from Gladiator? And now introducing a goal. You don't remember? I'm trying to remember his name. You me. The name doesn't matter, but you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad like, eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It probably is him. Yeah, I just heard Pretty the sure voice. Yeah, the it, it wouldn't. It could be him. It wouldn't shock me. Pretty actually. sure that's the one. Because I knew it, but I'm just thinking that. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So it's this pain of an ass warden, and this is in any version of the film that you yeah, want, yeah, Longest yeah. Yard or Moon Machine, who are he are he just makes life a living hell for everyone. And Staffham's then, in it too. Of course. <laughs> it's always good to have a bit of Staffham. So's Danny Dyer. People are like, Danny, 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 what happened to him? I'm like, was he ever a thing? We, we, we need to be very realistic with this. I'm gonna Danny Dyer is where he needs to be. I don't even want to do this because I've, I've, I've never hated Danny. But I also have, have liked to, him. I've, I've also have to be very realistic in like, he does a couple of shows, but he's not the hard nut that he proclaims to be. And of course he's makes him not. To be. Like, That's why I thought he was well portrayed in Mean Machine. A little yeah, it, was, it, it was that. It's, it's exactly that. And I mean, it don't matter that you were born in the East End and you sound like an estuary John White. <laughs> you're, you're still a, a no, bit of a fairy. I don't, don't get me wrong, he's probably had a, a few shades of it, but he weren't the main guy, and even if he was the main guy, he probably had a lot of muscle around him, or he just got his ass kicked and just came back up. And I say that with the highest respect, Danny, as I said, I don't hate you, and, you know, he's quite popular at the moment, because we've got female Danny in Love Island, which I have You are watched. not watching I'm Love Island, I'm not watching it, but I, I was about to you do realise, you do realise that this is one of the biggest phenomenons, as well as the World Cup on TV right now. I'm having to listen to it daily at work. It, it's, it's driving me to distraction. The women in the office have actually got borderline passive-aggressive because all the boys are now talking World Cup. They've taken it upon themselves to be like, fine, every time you talk World Cup, we're going to talk Love Island. I'm like, well, why don't you just do that anyway? And the thing is, it, it, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Instagram is flooded with it. Whether you follow this stuff or not, it's everywhere. So fucking so like, Danny's out there. so again. exploitative. It is. And I, I do, like... You know how they pick reality TV stars, don't you? Inform. Obviously, thousands of people put themselves up because yeah. everyone now is a narcissist and wants their fucking moment right exhibit A and B right here included yeah, I mean, hey, hey, hey. I'm not going to deny you know, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to sit here and preach about those goddamn narcissists while we're running a YouTube channel and a podcast you know who the fuck <laughs> does, was it, does it get any worse yeah it's like who the fuck are we to talk no, so I, I, I own my shit right but the way they pick um, reality TV stars is that they find the ones who have got disorders this is what I don't like. But it's a fact. It's not like, oh, this is a theory. I have no, no. You can read about this. You can research it. Do whatever the fuck you want. The way reality TV stars are picked is they pick ones who have got, not dangerous ones, but the ones who have got some sort of disorder, be it a history of substance abuse, be it some sort of perversion, be it narcissistic personality disorder, in some cases, antisocial personality disorder. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, if they really want to be exploitative, they can go down the sort of anorexia and bulimia or, or obsessive compulsive disorder. You know what? But you know what? Seeing people of all sorts of disorders put together in that sort of environment, say what you will, makes for good TV. But by that extent, exploiting people's disorders is highly fucking unethical which is why Love Island does not get my time of day you know what I, do you know what this reality TV I think Instagram could be very thankful for it and this is such a tangent but I'm just going to get into such it. a tangent well we're good at that we yeah. went down the ladder last week so come on like they are very grateful for this I think we're going to tangent later but we'll get into it but um like this is why Instagram and all that has been based off of this whole reality TV thing and I think no. it's really sad that sometimes we see stuff where some of your biggest viral sensations are disorders we shouldn't be mocking. Correct. And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm from an era where we took the piss. We took the piss and I'm proud to yeah, say Yeah, but we, we have balls. Yeah, and this is the like, thing. We yeah. didn't get butt hurt if someone said, go fuck your mum. 
Yeah. Now yeah. I was like, how dare you? This, this she's is a lady, problem. she's a female. Shut up! This is the problem. It's you, you guys are ultra sensitive on one side, but then you're here to like mock guys. Objectify, who, judge, diminish. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. There's a, belittle, you know, you get off on those programs and it's like, fuck, man. And this is the thing, you guys are out there and I'm going to just name a few stuff like Prison Bay. A guy who's got a what beautiful mug. Have, have you never heard of that? The guy who's got the beautiful mug shot, and now he's he's married. He's, he's actually engaged or something to a model and got a kid. Shut up! But yeah, we, they've all worshipped him because of his picture. Oh oh oh! Sorry, can, are we not calling objectification now? <laughs> you know, Whatever. you know, it, there was so much. You see a person, he needs some, and I don't even want to get into this shit. I no, don't, no, we've gone too is, far. Yeah, we've gone, we've gone too way far. too far. This is a movie podcast. Yeah, and just you want us to start a podcast about what's wrong with the world? We pay can us. do it. We, we can us. do it. <laughs> exactly. Pay us. We've got too much thoughts going on here that I don't know. Some of you maybe value it, and you'd like to see us carry on with this. But no, it's a no, movie podcast. Back to the, anyway. So eventually, in order to try and get their one up against the wardens, they go for a game of football or either way of football, whether it's soccer or American football. Yeah. And they eventually call in your A-list, the star, to take it out. But they have their ways of really, as much as they're enjoying the game, they have their way of really putting it to the screws, if you would. You know, there's always a bit of a challenge and a bit of a beat down. And twisting the balls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is it. So they, they really get their revenge. It's a fun movie and it's a bit of a... A challenge. I mean, I wouldn't put it as one of my favourite sports movies, but it's a whole lot of fun. It's worth a mention. It's absolutely it's worth a mention. It's your list, mate. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Was that your eight, yeah? Nine. Nine? Okay, your eight, please. This is one that's going to... It hurt you before and it's going to hurt you again. I don't hurt... Well, it interested you the last time, it's going to hurt you this time. Mm-hmm. Remember the Titans. Yeah, it does hurt because I really wanted to see it. You really fucking sold it to me last time. It's such a... It, it, it's one of those movies that just re, I mean, the historic... Sorry to cut you off. It hurts because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, he hasn't seen it. it, it, it on, it's on my to-see list. Like, this is the thing, guys. Like, with this... There's so many explanations going on this week. There are so many movies out there that it hurts us to make a top How 10 How many sometimes. movies are there? <laughs> <laughs> That's also going to be an, a, a lad in London. How many would say, so many movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no. many, folks. We have the most. The most movies, folks. <laughs> wow, we're going on tangents. Oh my God, we have the best. The best movies are from Hollywood. America, make Hollywood great again. I'm going to stop. This is so bad. Stop. stop. <laughs> we can even go to Oprah like... You have a sports movie. You, you have, have a sports, sports movie. movie. Everybody gets, gets a sports, sports movie. movie. So there were so many that eventually it does hurt us. That they're on the list. I have so many on my list that I'm like, oh man. I've, there was two I said to you earlier. Yeah. You know, and I'll mention them as to C's. I can't even mention them as honourables, but we'll get to that after. Yeah, yeah. And Remember the Titans is one of those. You're like each week we have ten plus movies to watch to, to Guys, decipher. It's so difficult. As well as what's in the cinema, you know. As it's, well as it, live normal lives. Exactly. <laughs> Not that we're complaining. Movies are great. We love them, but it's <laughs> just impossible to catch everything. And Remember the Titans is one of those films that it doesn't matter how old it is, you just don't get a chance to witness it. It's got such a fantastic journey. Mm. The story, and this is again some points of it because I'm not. You may be more akin to it because you are an NFL fan. Oh yes. Philadelphia Eagles. Point proven in the fact that you're in an NFL jersey as we speak. Yes, sir. It's the story of integration and how sport. You know, irrelevant of color, and this is from a a a mixed background team here. You know, one the guy talking right now is black. His co-host is white. You know, yin and yang, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it's all about. You know, it doesn't matter of your color. We have a passion for movies. Remember, the Titans showed that there was a passion for football, and it's in mm. it's in an era where it wasn't to be expected, and neither side wanted to accept the other. They didn't; they weren't prepared to accept the other. But you know what? They did. 
and it built for a good team and for a fantastic story. And that's what I love about it. It was, you know, all the expectations and will the two coaches get along? Will the teams get along? There's, will this team get along? How does society accept this team? Remember the Titans it is. With Denzel Washington. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that. a young Ryan Gosling, but yeah. Is it? Yeah, a young Ryan Gosling's in that. Oh. See, so, a year ago I wouldn't have been sold on that. I know. La La Land fucking changed me. Do you know... Did you see, um... Yes, I like La La Land. There's no hate in it, but I'm, I'm, I, anytime it comes to Ryan, I was, it, it's that magic... I, I, it could be another subject in the future, but that magic on-screen chemistry he has with Emma Stone. It's ridiculous. So many films, it's just mad. But we want to go to... I mean, two men top it, actually. Fucking Newman and Redford in Butch Cassidy are from last week. It's, oh, man. But have you, you did you see Crazy Stupid... Crazy mm. Stupid Love prior or after, <laughs> prior or post La La Land? Prior. And you hated Gosling then? Because that was the version of Gosling that I thought was stereotyped. Fair enough. Play on I, I his looks, play on his body. I'm like, he's more than that and I'm bored of the way he's being packaged to me because it seemed like he was doing that in everything. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not on board with this. But then you show me his dancing ability, his singing ability, of which, yes, he has both. And people who say he can't sing and dance, like, so why the fuck was he in the Mickey Mouse Club then? Talk to me. Alongside Justin the one JT, Timberlake. the one JT, Mr. Timberlake himself, who, despite everything, is a singer. You yep. may have seen him in films. You may have heard his voice in Trolls, but he still sang because <laughs> he's a singer. And sync, motherfucker. Anyway, sync, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, represent. <laughs> <laughs> we said that with pride. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was my number eight. Remember the Titans. Cool. My number 10, I have a feeling, is going to bring a smile to your face. I'm pretty sure it won't have made your list. Um, the Mighty Ducks. Do you know what? Your of Remember the Titans is my Mighty Ducks. I am so familiar with Mighty Ducks, I still haven't seen, I've seen extra. Stop it, I've really? I've seen parts of it on TV. And I was really like, no, I've got to see Mighty Ducks. I need to see it. Because I know there were three, four, three of them. Three, yeah. Yeah, D3 was the last, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen one properly. Oh, mate, it's wonderful. They all change. Like, I, I, I don't remember seeing D3. Very well. I, no, I'm sure I have. I just don't remember it very well. D2 was basically they upgraded from being just the Mighty Ducks to Team USA, um, and then they had to rediscover themselves and go back to being the Ducks to conquer. You know, blah blah blah. As but well, the yeah. first one, it's basically um, Emilio Estevez of the Sheen family. Uh, but actually, no, mm. of the Estevez family. Boy, he's Martin Sheen's son and Charlie Sheen's brother. Google Martin Sheen's real name. Estevez. He's an Estevez, I know. <laughs> so in that sense, yeah, <laughs> of the Estevez family. Okay, fair. Um, full disclaimer, the first 10 minutes of this movie are very hard to get through because the acting is so bad, so bad on everyone's part. I don't know what was going on if it was, if, you know, movies are very rarely shot chronologically, aren't they? I feel like this one was and people hadn't built into the character <laughs> yet because my God, the, uh, those first 10 minutes, I was like, fuck me. I've got some fond childhood memories. I can't watch this. Get past the first 10 minutes, it really picks up. Um, Emilio Estevez plays, uh, you know, he was a, a young peewee hockey, you know, whiz kid, superstar, um, missed the big shot in a championship game and then gave up on hockey and became a lawyer. Um, gets caught for drunk driving um, and has to serve community service. And his community service is coaching a team from District 5 um, 
of you know youths you know kids sort of uh, he's never really explained they look like they're sort of between age 10 to 13 that sort of age range you know peewees kids yeah proper kids um and you know the the culmination is basically the build up of changing these kids from just people you know ki- uh, a group of a random kids from right, distant fires yeah. into the mighty ducks and you know they're all like oh, why why should we be the ducks he's like ducks are noble um have you ever seen a duck fighting no of course not because all the animal, other animals are afraid because they know if you mess with one duck you mess with them all have you ever seen ducks flying in a V it's majestic it's beautiful he really sells you on you the idea what? that ducks are cool do you know what one thing I'm going to say and it's a tangent but it's so real in, mm. in what he said I remember going away on a family trip once yeah and my sister and I were there and we saw a duck mm. and we gave it some bread mm. then we threw you, you feed a duck yeah the amount that started to come to follow us yeah, yeah, no. required us in getting up and running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah, don't fuck with ducks. Yeah. And then one of the kids said, ducks don't have teeth, and he's that one either. They're the hockey players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, like, the way he picked the ducks, it really, the whole thing made sense, you know. I like that. And, you know, the company who he was serving community service for, he managed to get them to sponsor them so they could get equipment. They made the playoffs, and then they end up playing against the team, which he fucked up on as a kid, you know. It's a feel good sports movie. Um, the kids all turned into solid performances. Everyone thought most of these kids were going to be stars. Realistically, only one did. Um, the can't remember the actor's name. He plays Fulton Reed in the movie. I've done a load of movies. The most recent one, uh, he's now in um, Marvel's Daredevil. He plays Foggy. Wow. He's from the Mighty Ducks, mate. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's that's something. So, so it was a really, it's a Disney film. It's a good, yes, yes, feel-good Disney movie. That's my number ten. My number nine might be a punt. You might have omitted it. Wax on, wax off. The Karate Kid. Oh no, bro. On, really? Yeah. Okay. Karate Kid's wonderful. We're talking the original Karate Kid. Of course, with Ralph Macchio yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Well, Miyagi. Mr. Mr. Miyagi and, and William Zabka. Yeah. Um, Pat Narita being Mr. Miyagi. As much as I love those, you know, you like Jaden Smith's one. No, no, no. I think it's worth being mentioned because I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people made it out to be. What, the Jordan Smith yeah. one? It's fucking great. I love it. Like, I love it. It's not bad at all. Yeah. It shouldn't have been called the Karate Kid because for the only reason being they don't do karate. It, yeah. It's Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different country. It's a different art altogether. All right? I appreciate it hits the same beats and it's basically, you know, a bit of a tongue-in-cheek rip-off of the Karate Kid. Um, I don't know why that movie gets hate. It's one of those things that... Just I fair, think it's a highly rewatchable movie, that Jaden Smith there's movie. There's a few bits that the Smiths have done that got a little hate in terms of remake. I didn't think Annie was that bad. I don't know if I you enjoyed it. I never saw Annie. It wasn't bad. Mm. You know when you're around some kids, sometimes you end up watching a film more times than you anticipated. Sure, sure. And funny sure. enough, I hadn't seen the original Annie, and I thought the film wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst others, yeah. But, um, yeah. It, yeah. I... But anyway, that's that's a digression. But I just wanted to mention both Karate Kids. As much as there was the Karate Kid franchise in which you're talking about, I, I, I'm taking the assumption that the Jaden Smith one wasn't in it in your top it, ten. Do you know what? I uh, to, I like that movie to the degree that I actually hesitated. I was like, do I put the Zabka Machio Narita one on, or do I put the Jaden Smith Jackie Chan one on? I love the Jaden Smith one, but. We're going to talk the, the, iconic. You need to yeah, talk yeah, about okay. the original. Agreed, agreed. That's, I was kind of torn between the two, and I was like, it wasn't like torn between the two. Fuck it, no one makes it. But yeah. it was slightly like that. It was like I felt they needed yeah. a mention, and I'm glad you mentioned it as a top ten, 100%. as opposed to just an honourable. Uh, silver screen dudes, if you are hearing background noise, that's a plane flying overhead. We do apologise, but it is hot as fuck in London. Something yeah. you won't hear us saying often. So the windows and doors are wide open. Apologies for the background noise. Um, 
Look, Karate Kid, it, it's such an iconic movie. I mean, it has influenced so many, so many movies. Even the recent Star Wars movie, you know, The Last Jedi, that scene with Mr. Miyagi practicing the crane kick on the poles. Yeah. And that sort of, you know, sun, sunset going on in the background. Man, fucking Ryan Johnson took that shit and put it in the fucking recent Star Wars movie. No, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, it's so, so influential. Um, you know, all of the wax on, wax off, all of that. It's, you know, people know wax on, wax off without even having seen the Karate yeah. Kid. yeah. Um, Pat Narita is amazing as Mr. Miyagi. It's, it's about a kid uh, from New, he's New Jersey, isn't it? And he, I can't remember the town he goes to, but it's a little beach town. And, you know, he, he finds a rival in William Zabka who happens to be a solid fuck karate master from the Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, new, new series called the Cobra Kai starring the original cast, which is actually damn good. Okay. It's actually damn good. But no, it's, it's a movie about not just karate but about it's got a father-son relationship father-son-esque relationship between Mr. Miyagi and uh, uh, Daniel-san yeah. <laughs> um, and it's about overcoming adversity overcoming your fears it's there's discipline so much, there's, so much, there's so much there's so much there's so much it. it's, it's very do you know what there are life lessons that you see in there 100% and you can actually take them back yourself which is something you have to really appreciate it's like you know you see it and you're like well, why is he doing that and this is irritating you can understand the point breaks and it's like Hundred percent. Then the attack. Yeah. Wax off. Wax off. I have to say, I didn't like the follow-up to it much when they go to Okinawa. Really wasn't a fan of Karate Kid Part Two. It's one of those that doesn't stick to me as much. No. Um, that was that, and then was it three that had Hillary Swank? No, it was four. Four. That was called the next Karate Kid. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the original for me is the best, and followed closely, I think, by the Jaden Smith one. That's my second fave yeah. by by easily. I would. I could go with that. Um, my number eight. Now you have forgotten this in the past. If you've forgotten it again, I'm a bitch slap you. Go. Feel the rhythm. Feel the ride. Punt. <laughs> <laughs> I was so waiting for that. <laughs> so waiting for that moment. Uh, cool runnings. That's a punt. <laughs> yep. Good. Okay. You didn't forget it this I time, AJ. <laughs> didn't forget it. Good I man. Forget it. I didn't forget it. It's your number seven. <laughs> <laughs> What's no, your number no. seven? Number seven. I'm bringing the football back one more time, but this time for the ladies. Bend it like Beckham. Yeah, good shout, it's an honourable. Bend it like Beckham, do you know why it made it? One, I think it's more serious than Mean Machine. <laughs> if you would. I'm surprised you led with that. I thought you were going to go number one, Kira Knightley. I thought that's where you were going. Do you know what? I fancy the pants off her in this. I like the little tomboy thing she's got. Do you know what, though? No, I'll, I'll be honest, I saw Pirates of the Caribbean prior. Oh, that's a downgrade then. It was as if. Yeah. Listen, listen. It sold the package to me because I was like, what's this. With, with respect and when I say this don't get it the wrong way when this came so out so they're going to get it the wrong way <laughs> when this came out I was like what's this girl's football figure about mm. now you need to appreciate this comes from someone who's not a major football fan as much as it's the UK I understand sport. that you do support Arsenal so it's understandable Ooh. <laughs> sorry remind me what your player done this World Cup which player the one you put on loan the the, the defence that became a you, girl you mean Mitch Mishy Betts you are that's the one yeah. anyway moving on <laughs> If that's what Chelsea produced. Just There's a reason we loaned him. Wasn't good enough. <laughs> okay. Hey, you're the one who says you're not a football fan and you support Arsenal. That says everything. There is a correlation between those two elements. I still say it. Some will hate, some will love it. Arsene, thank you for the memories. Good or bad? Thank you. Arsene. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to say it. Arsene, thank you for the memories. <laughs> 
Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. That came from the heart. Fuck you. Right. No, but no trophy in ten years. Thanks, Austin. <laughs> you rock, dude. We want you to stay. We want you to stay. Arsene Wenger, we want you to stay. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. He made, he made history for other reasons too. But anyway. He did. That's why I love him. He Leave him alone. Right. Uh, okay, yes, Kira Knightley was a driving factor behind me watching this film, but it was actually so much more. One, there was a great focus on football. There was the... Do you know there's one of these things that we've always... If you go back in time, it's a question people will always ask. Mm. And it's in the current World Cup, so it's not a racist thing. Why don't you see Indians, that side of Asia in Oh, it's football? not their national sport, is it? It's not their national Why sport. Why do you not cricket? see the USA? That's a country of 300 million people. In- Some, sometimes they make it to the World Cup. Sometimes, yeah. Not always. The the likelihood, it's just in general, you might even find a... Put it this way. For the amount of Indian... I'm going to say Indians just because to say Asian, depending on our our market, Asian can be quite wide scope. Sure, sure, sure. The amount of Asians within the UK, the amount of Asians who have a passion for football. Sure. You don't even see them on a local level. How much do you think that rubs... I think it... Well, this is nature-nurture, isn't it? If you're, you know, second or third generation... Let's say Asian, could be Chinese, could be Indian. Actually, let's go with Chinese and Indian. Two of the, you know, they got the two biggest populations on the planet, right? Um, the ones who are sort of second, third generation born in the UK, you've got to think that the passion the UK has for football rubs off on them from a young age. So they embrace that culture that we've got here. You've got to think that those same Indians and Chinese, if they were raised back home, the Indians especially, wouldn't be as big a football fans. I mean, they'd, no, no, be, I, they'd be into cricket. I appreciate that. But okay, let's take it from a, a, a world-class level. Uh-huh. I'll even bring it to my team. Why hasn't Arsenal signed one? Why hasn't Arsenal signed an Indian player? See, here's, it's interesting no, no, I'm not, that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, because Indians enjoy football, they should be in football. But I, <laughs> I fail to believe that there isn't someone who has equal or better skill than, let's say, Jack Wilshire. Again, just keeping it on an Arsenal basis and UK based. Mate, it's, it's nothing to do with, you know, selection. It's just, to, to answer your question, there's probably not. That's a fact. It does happen. I mean, football is not one of those it, things that there's any racial discrimination. Like, there's, no, 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 no. Not no. in the modern game. There's not. Not in the modern game. But let's look at Bend It Like Beckham, where it was highlighted that it was. Take it from the dad's point of view. Yeah. For, sorry, for those of you unaware with Bend It Like Beckham, it's about an all girls football team, but a girl of Asian heritage, Indian, an Indian girl, who wants we to. not be playing football. Indeed. The, the family are very traditional. They, they have a passion for cricket, but they don't even believe girls should be playing sport, let alone football. Yeah. And it's just the barriers that are being broken down. And where she's actually it's a very really progressive good, film. It is. And that, that I mean, it's, it's made into a, a theatre show now, isn't it? Bend is it? it like, yeah, Bend It Like Beckham's a theatre show. And it, it, it's that barrier breaking which I think is really good. And obviously, there's Kira Knightley, and it's not an objection, <laughs> it's just an appreciation. It, listen, you call it what it to was. To the highest Those level. feelings were real. <laughs> so, there's no objectification there. That, that's just where it goes. You know, and that's the element. It, I think it was, as well as the passion of football, and it shows it in a more artistic way than you would in a something like Mean Machine or even Green Streets and stuff like that. You actually focus on the sport there. Yeah. And. It shows the barriers and the challenges that happen. Because as you rightfully said, you may not be good enough. But here was a case of, she is good enough. But look at... And this could also be a case that we have to look at. On the male side, Mm. they may be good enough, but the family may not want it. It's very possible, yeah. You know, there are... I'm I'm not going down any stereotypes and saying, no, you know, this Indian guy I know is amazing, but he's... I'm not saying that, but it's a possibility, you know. When you look at it, there are certain barriers along the way. Of course there are. Which prevent natural talent. 
Which, are, you know, as much as she was training, Once again, it was that's natural my talent. argument, nature and nurture. Yeah, for sure. If you're nurtured to, and your parents stop you doing something, I mean, if you're underage, you don't have much there if your parents say no. This is it, this is it. It's so true. So, yes. You know, look at Zinedine Zidane, one of the greatest footballers ever. You yeah. know, he ain't French. Yeah. He's Algerian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the fact that he played for France. <laughs> Many do. Many do. <laughs> but let's call a spade a spade. He was Algerian. Yeah. No, it's true. It's very true. So, so true. Victor Moses. Yeah. Plays for Nigeria. Born and raised in the UK, Nigerian heritage, chose to play for Nigeria. It's so many ways you can look at it. Yeah, the football's so, yeah. a. Yeah. Sport in general. Yeah. Sport in general. But no, good point. But what's point. fascinating specifically about football, English football, is that it's. Because it's so widespread, you could literally recruit for anywhere. You don't see a lot of foreign players going to play in the NFL because the NFL is not as widespread as football is. It's very much a US sport. You're Agreed. not you're not going to see, you know, Russians going to play in the NFL. Well, they're, they're fucking built for it. Jesus. But in, in, by the same vein, by the same vein, you can find one or two, but not an entire group of. And in that sense, that's why we will have a football World Cup, but an NFL World Cup. You know, because what, it's the most do you know what spread. I'm going to say to that is? Watch this space. It's coming. It's coming. It's the sheer going fact to that come. we have an NFL league that has inclusive of English teams and matches happening in Wembley Stadium. Tells the fact you. that they're talking about building a London team says it all. Yeah, absolutely says it yeah. all. So that was your number seven. Yep. Your number six. Feel the rhythm. <laughs> right, okay. Get an up his bucks, let time. That's the one. Cool runnings. Here, Sanka. <laughs> you did? Yeah, Sanka, you did? <laughs> oh, such a, such a wonderful story. True um, story. Yeah, true story. 94 was a very interesting year. Wasn't in interesting. Term, in, in terms of Olympics. Did the other. It wasn't 94. I'm pretty sure it was the 88 Olympics in Calgary. What are we talking about? It was 94 Olympics. You're talking about when the shame took place, but the Jamaican team actually took place and they actually took part in the 94 Winter Olympics. You. I'm. And pause. Yeah, well, apologies for the lack of continuity here. Um, AJ and I had to go and do a brief fact check on it, this. It, it's one of those. So things, we were both right. It, it, it's one of those ignorant moments where. Um, what no, it was, ignorant. I, I just call it ignorant because I was dead cocksure that I was right. So <laughs> I put my hand up to my ignorance. Um, what it was. Cock. It, <laughs> <laughs> watch it now. Um, it's one of those moments that I. Um, Cock's not for me, mate. <laughs> Never me. Okay, no. Um, what I was going for, the film was released in 94. Correct. But it took place in... In, in 1988. Yes. Which was... Did the other 88 movie make your list? They did indeed. Oh, right. It's on your list. So mm-hmm. you might go into it. Okay. So it was quite iconic for many reasons. That's an honourable on my list, by the way. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, Spoiler! <laughs> some people are Googling right now. Like, what else happened in 88? We'll tell like you. We'll let yeah, you. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get to it. That's it. Yeah. Ooh. That was missed out last week. The entertainment side. It was. We, we got in this week. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. I'll be yeah. here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, we will replay it. Um, right. So yeah, it was. It, it's the story of a disgraced bobsled. Was he a bobsled himself or a manager? He was a bobsled. John Candy. No, he was US bobsled team. Yeah, absolutely. You're part of the US bobsled team. Put Who, weights but, in the front of the sled to make it go faster. Yeah. And through his disgrace, he uh, he's just moved away. He's retired. Retired. Out. He's not to be found. He's he's just living the life in Jamaica. Yeah, man. And now Jamaica are looking at ways to enter the Olympics because they're running. Well, they're running stars. Their track and field stars basically fucked up. 
Yeah. Well, they didn't fuck up. Like, the guys, Doris Bannock, who they were expecting to win and fly the flag for Jamaica and win gold at the Olympics, along with Joel Brenner, got tripped. This is this is pre pre Usain Bolt people, <laughs> but they're, they're still My looking to Bevin. Yeah, they're, they're, they're looking to looking to bring some gold home. And Doris just wants to compete. Yeah, and he you know he, he he can't make it for track and field, so he's asking what other sports he can compete in. And that's when he comes across the idea of bobsleighing. Yeah, what's a bobsleigh? Well, this is this is the questions that most Caribbeans will be asking, you know, because. Ah, a bobsled is a push dog in the wheel. Let's be honest. I mean, just just the sheer idea of it. One of the hottest islands that this world can ever produce is going to enter one of the coldest sports you can ever imagine. Like, ice, <laughs> ice. Exactly. You mean like penguins and igloos and Eskimos and ice? These are the questions. Possibly. <laughs> and how do you convince your teammates who? It is so far-fetched and so unbelievable, yet true. And this is the thing, it's like, chasing the dream, like, don't let public yeah. perception hold you back. And it's a real fight. And it's not only a fight of convincing your teammates, convincing your country that you're going to enter, convincing a, a disgraced um, bobslayer to, to coach Train you. you. To and then convincing the everyone world. who you're competing with against that you the belong there. The prejudice that they faced in that time is unbelievable. But they they done it. They went out there. Hey, Jamaica, watch out for that third turn, y'all. <laughs> Scary, huh? Assholes. It, yeah, exactly. Germans. It was so, so patronizing. Mm. But they made their mark. Despite everything going against them, not having a sled, not having any funding, despite the Olympic committees making the time stricter to try and get them to not qualify, then when they did qualify, disqualifying them. And, mate, they, went, they got put through the ringer. You just have a feeling that Disney... Should we say Disney-fied the story a bit? You, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. know that it was the harsh truth. The harsh truth of Cool Runnings is a lot more... Yeah. <sighs> gruesome. Not in the sense of blood and gore, but just gruesome as No, just lack of humanity. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's a sad truth of a pastime, I think. And, I, you know, as much as it's hidden, I, I, I believe we're, we're getting more and more progressive. Oh, absolutely. In, in, in life. So that, that's my number six. All right. My number seven... <laughs> Really sure we're punting. Uh, Coach Carter. Oh, yes. We are punting. Punt, punt, punt. <laughs> uh, you mentioned the other 1988 movie. Well, that's my number six. Hey! That, somehow 1988 is a firm six. Yeah. Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. Another true story. Indeed. Happened at the same Winter Olympics in Calgary. Eddie the Eagle, a British... I'm not going to call him an athlete... Not by any means, just no. someone with a dream. He's j- it's like much like cool runnings. Yeah. It's so the eighty-eight Olympics must have been magical. Yeah, for so many reasons. This is what I'm beginning to wonder. Um, so you've got Taron Egerton who plays um, Eddie Edwards or Eddie the Eagle, as he's called, and he he's trying his luck at everything, any type of sport he can think of, uh, winter sport that is, and he, he's the guy is not a quintessential athlete. Think love handles as opposed to six pack. Oh, all right, yeah. uh, he's not in any type of. He doesn't have any natural athletic ability. He just wants to win gold. He just wants. He's a to dreamer. Get, he is and an he absolute just, dreamer. He's actually following his dream. Yep. Despite all challenges that came his way. And after trying out so many different sports, he decides that he's going to settle on the most dangerous, which is ski jumping. That's as dangerous as it gets. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, and he, he moves, he goes to Calgary and gets trained by, once again, ashamed. Yeah, it's so, it's, it's, it's so weird. weird. Put it this way. If, if, if this was a real, real... Exactly, you'd be like, yeah, you just ripped Cool Runnings. Yeah. But they were both real at the exact same time. It's mad, isn't it? It's just unbelievable. Um, and Hugh Jackman play Hugh Jackman taking a sidestep from Wolverine plays the disgraced uh, ski jumper, and he ends up training Eddie because he sees the heart in him, he sees the determination in him, and he thinks he can make something out of him. And yeah. it really is just a wonderful. It was one of my favorite movies when it when it came out two years ago. Made my top five of that year, I believe. Um, it's pretty flawless. Like you watch this movie, there's does it push the boundaries? No. Can you find anything inherently wrong with it? No. 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 Uh, there is actually nothing wrong. I mean, short of it not being very original, and that's because it's constrained by reality. It's a pretty perfect little movie. But then, but, but what do you want from Bio? As he said, yeah. constrained by reality. There's not much more you can do. Yeah. Again, maybe as um, similar to Disney, it may have been slightly toned down through some of the challenges he may have gone through. Less Not so less so, less so, less so, for many, many reasons. But you know the... Re- he faced ridicule and shaming, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. But I, I, you were show, Yeah, they, they show, kind of showed it, but I'm guessing it was not as, you know... <laughs> it was a different type of mania. Yeah. Intermission time. Indeed it is. So, if you are joining us for the first time... <laughs> so I was trying to figure out which one's going to go. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you and welcome. If you're back, welcome back. It's good to see you. How you doing? How's the family? Um, <laughs> who are the Silver Screen Dudes? What is a movie Mount Rushmore? Well, Nick has already explained the movie Mount Rushmore, but let's give you a little background of who the Silver Screen Dudes are. 15 plus years, as I was reminded last year. Plus. Yeah, plus, 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 plus of, of friendship. Um, throughout friendship, we've always had a common ground of movies. Funny enough, throughout friendship, we've always had many... You heard the banter earlier. Um... Arsenal and Chelsea. We've always agreed <laughs> on stuff, but always had different red views on stuff. Yeah, we've been red and blue, raw and smackdown. Don't really get into politics, but Labour, Conservative, whichever way you want to get into it. We've always had our debates, and we would find common ground in certain films. We would cuss and each other on see, certain you films. You can be different and still be best friends. Exactly. This this is exactly what love it's people love. Don't yeah. hate people just because they're different to you. That's exactly how it goes. I couldn't say it any better. And I'm white. Said, he's black. He's Labour. I'm Tory. He's raw. I'm Smackdown. Was. <laughs> was hey, burn it down, Actually, baby. Do you know what? Do you know what? It, it, it varies. It varies. My, my passion of wrestling is in an awkward place at the minute. But, um, Hello, it's I'm good. alive. <laughs> you still like Raw. Like of course I do. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. yeah. Just we don't have a champ. <laughs> No, where is your champ? Where is your champion going? And the funny thing... We don't have a champ either. That's the thing. I love your champ, you hate your champ. But this is where it goes. But bringing it back to movies, we've always had a passion for movies. We've always talked about doing something. Life got in the way, and we kept saying one day, one day, one day, until it became, no, not one day, two Today. days. <laughs> and that's what it was. So we've done the YouTuber now, at the moment, we're venturing into the world of podcasts. And that's what we're doing. We're just talking top tens, and we come up with different topics... But we like to interact with you, the screeners. If you're joining us for the first time, that's what we'd like to call our followers. People who are invested in this mad journey that we came about and it's doing pretty well. I think even if we had one person following, I'd be like, we're doing pretty well. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm really touched by the fact that you guys are interested in what we're saying. So we came up with concepts like, how about we let the screeners pick our next topic? Mm. How about, the, you know what I mean? It's all good to say comment underneath, but we'd like to give back. 
You guys are helping boost our popularity. We're not ashamed to say it. You boosted our popularity with your subscriptions, whether it be and through our Facebook. Egos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're not ashamed to say it. You know, whether it be YouTube, social network, or iTunes, we're all over it, and we wanted to thank you. So we came up. With fairness, Nico came up with the idea, and he's done the posting on this. Let's let them choose our topic. And Nico, please go forward. What's come about? So basically, we run a competition on Instagram. Um, if you guys want to be part of that competition where you can win fabulous prizes and more, which we'll talk about in just a second, you need to search for Silver Screen Dudes on Instagram. Give us that follow because every day throughout the week, we will give you clues as to what our next podcast topic is. And it's up to you guys to guess the clues. So what you have to do is very simple. You will see two movie posters uploaded every day throughout the week and you have to find what joins them all together. And let's be honest... We normally tend to try, we're not, we're not cheating, but we try to make it as difficult. The facts are there. It does have common ground, but we try to make it as difficult as yeah, possible yeah. to stretch it out throughout the week. 100%. Um, sometimes you get, I mean, we've had, well, we'll talk about that in a second, but normally, normally people, it takes three or four goes, three or four days, so six to eight movie posters for you to guess what the topic is. If you guess, we drop you an email saying this is the list of prizes, courtesy of our friends over at Loot Crate, who, uh, which you can choose from. Um, and as well as choosing your prizes, you get to pitch our podcast episodes. Now, two to three weeks ago, we had two back-to-back episodes. One being the top ten movies about mental disorders, the other one being the top ten swashbuckler movies. Those were fan choices. Yeah, and we loved them. <laughs> yeah, no, they were great. Um, last week, we did the heist movies. That's because we didn't have any Instagram winners. Um, and the release of Ocean's 8. Yeah, correct. This week, uh, we have a winner. It, this isn't the episode that we're honouring that winner with, but we are going to mention that winner now. And that winner on Instagram is the Evil Empire, who we uh, who have won a lovely Deadpool Shimichanga t-shirt, which... I wanted that! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Jokes aside, congratulations to you guys. Yeah. May I also say, may, like, double kudos to you guys, because as much as we like to put the challenge out... You guessed yeah. it in one. <laughs> you got it in one. You saw two movie posters, linked it, gave the answer. In one hit. So maximum respect. Um, but who are the Evil Empire? We Obviously, with all of our fans, we always ask you, is there anything you want us to plug other than your Instagram channel? Uh, Instagram account, rather. So do check them out on Instagram, the Evil Empire. Um, it turns out the Evil Empire are actually filmmakers. So that's convenient. This is great news to the Silver Screen Dudes. <laughs> um, I've been given permission to read this out from the email. So here it is. We're j- this is from the Evil Empire. We're just about to shoot the second batch of filming in July for our micro-budget splatter horror comedy debut feature called Zit, The Terror From Within. We're making it completely off our own backs, and it's about a young guy who returns to his small hometown in the countryside and gets infected by a sentient alien pus, who later reveals itself to be the return of the Black Plague. It starts to take over the town and the rest of the world, and it's up to Monty's best friends, Bumble, Bunsen, and Donuts, to save everyone from complete... Pusillation. Read Annihilation by Puss. So if, and so if anyone wants to follow our journey or get in touch to learn more, they can via Instagram, The Evil Empire, or Facebook, Chaos. So not only should you guys be following them on Facebook and Instagram, please get behind them and tell them how excited you are about their upcoming movie. I'm one on stoked. I'm happy to see They that. already want us to review it, by the way. So I was gonna say I was gonna recommend that without even knowing that. So yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're all over that. That's cool. I, I'm I'm really happy. I'd like to put a big congratulations out there. Like, okay, you may have seen that our reviews have like slowed down, and it's podcast is priority. Podcast is priority at the moment, but it, we respect all forms of cinema, and I think to see some guys just doing it off of their back and taking a, a passion similar to ours, yeah, 
I'm warning you guys though, we may join you guys because we will be doing a lad in London. <laughs> but no, just to see that, like joking aside, to see that element of taking that passion and building it. This, this is how filmmakers are made. Just thought of an end for Jafar, by the way. Jaffa. <laughs> Who makes the cakes? Yeah. <laughs> no. See you guys, you keep take- tuning in. You're going to find out more and more about Aladdin London. Like You guys will have the script before Jaffa, it's released. You take the fucking biscuit, mate. <laughs> take the biscuit, they're cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take them, I give them. Fucking total eclipse, mate. <laughs> Oh, this film's going to be a classic. <laughs> this film will be a classic. But no, like, no, like, congratulations on winning, but congratulations on your passion for film and taking it that far and putting it out to the public. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to do that kind of stuff, to have a passion and portray it. Yes, some of it is ego-boosting like us, but there's another side where ego-boosting doesn't always go your way. No. We've been on YouTube and we had our haters saying stuff. You know what I mean? And to say, no, this is my project, I oh, believe oh, it. Pedo. You got called the N-word a few times. I got called the hunky. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa really? Whoa, I didn't Thank like that you. movie. There's no need for the racial slurs. Exactly. And God forbid when we talked about Warcraft. <laughs> no, but do you know the one where we got hate was Ghostbusters? No, that was no. the one time I fed the trolls. No, that one. Okay, no, this is not what the intermission's about, but open your mind. I think that's, that's as open as I can yeah. That's as open as Leave I can be. Just open your mind. And you know what? Stop being such a keyboard warrior. <laughs> oh, mate, not that I'm asking anyone to come and meet me around the corner because I'm not about that. I had one. He said, come meet me down in Brixton. I was like, what? <laughs> really? Over a movie? <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, have I offended you to your core existence because I liked Ghostbusters? And, and, and again, it goes back to what we said at the top. And this wasn't scripted that we've got to this. We're just really admiring guys going out there and brave enough to put their films out. Is... We, t- we started this off with it's all about love we don't need hate let's share it let's have a good yeah. time we all enjoy movies irrelevant of if you hated that specific movie you enjoy movies that's why you paid your money to sit down that's and watch it that's why movies are wonderful because we all here. interpret them you differently you even watch the fucking review because you love movies yes. but because heaven forbid we disagreed now we're wrong no really no. I'm not saying Puss will get hate I'm just saying I admire guys going out there and living their dream. Do you know what's Don't really criticise anyone who creates unless you are creating yourself and have a valid fucking opinion. Do you know what's even more funny in this? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder and that goes into creation as well. But do you know what's a really funny tangent? What's that? Cool run-ins, Eddie the Eagle, appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> it all links in. Yeah. But 100%. no, that's there. And not in the, again, guys, more to it. Congratulations to you guys, even though you stole my t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really happy for you he guys. He was best. AJ, the Jimmy Changa t-shirt's gone. No! <laughs> no, really? Take the Archer poster. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's on its way to you now, guys. No, um, no. But no, I love that. And again, one of the parts that I always want to do is thank everyone for the continued support. Guys who are coming back. Like, It's, it's really yeah, nice yeah. to know that Evil Empire have continuously guessed at what oh, our... Yeah. our, our um, quizzes have been throughout the time oh mate they're there every week I love that and the fact that we've got a a, a forever growing even though you may not hear the countries or what have you I'm going to call it global we have a global following you know well we do we do it's not every country within the globe no no it goes around we got Europe we got North American continent we got the Latin American continent we got Africa we've got Asia we got Australia I'm sorry short of Antarctica we're there (laughs) ding 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 we scored right that's our hole in one so you know no thank you and keep at it and as Nico said do guys when it's out we'll put the review up on our YouTube 
We encourage everyone to support it. This, this is how we build an industry. Yeah. So let's do it. I'm all behind it, guys. Keep up the good work. Back in studio. And we're back. Your number five. What a refreshing break that was. I felt very good. positive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number five. I got a feeling we made punt because I, I know one of your angles on these kind of films. Go on, man. And I know you respect the actors in this. Warrior. Oh, that's a punt. Okay. Cool. Number four. This is one that I no, feel... No, my number five. Oh, yes, indeed. My, uh, my, my manners. <laughs> Your number five. Jerry Maguire. Honourable. Really? No. Do you know why I toyed with it? Because it's, it's got not... some great... I, I, I looked at it. It, it comes on your, your, like, your green street, and I suppose this is what you mentioned earlier. This is the one it, I said not, isn't necessarily yeah. sport. He's a sports agent, so it's sports, sports related. And you see the sports stars, which means multifaceted, no, yeah, multi-levels yeah. of sport. Correct. It, it's one of the... And I love it, and got the shots to meet Cuba Gooden Jr., Thought I'd throw it in there. Share a birthday with Tom Cruise. Yeah, you had Thought banter with Cuba, didn't you? Yeah. Hey, you and Cuba got along. Yeah, indeed. But yeah, that's the way it goes. But no, love Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> it's, it's that. You but shoplifted yes, the boodle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It's your movie. It, go for it. it. No, it's great. He's basically, uh, he starts off by being a very, very, very successful sports agent. Gets all the biggest stars under his banner. And then... Slowly but surely, gets ahead of himself, makes some bad decisions, loses all of his big names, and only gets left with who, who the what's the name of Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character? It's been a while. Had, but hold on, was it he made a bad decision, or was it not? He was trying. He to, had. He was he trying to care more. Was it not that newsletter? Yeah, there was that, but you got to remember he was also trying to sign the next big football star. And he got, that got swiped from under his nose because, to quote the father of the football star, we signed the deal an hour ago when you were down in the conference hall with the black fella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he gets left with one star, has to basically work for free to build up his stock again. Um, Renee Zellweger's in there to help him. Bonnie Hunt's advising Renee Zellweger against getting involved with him. It, it, there's a very interesting on again off again relationship between him and Renee which is you know at the back of this you know sports saga that's going on with him trying to make a name for himself basically if Cuba Gooding Jr's if that character fails at sport Jerry kind of fails so he needs to you know it's an all or nothing deal we both have an experience in this setting up business and it's not as dreamy and as clear cut as you believe it to be like oh I'm just going to be an agent I'm successful everyone's going to come back to me no, sometimes no. they just they just follow the the pounds or the dollar signs, the the, the currency or the, the the reputation. Even though you are essentially the reputation, the, mm. the challenges he has to build of just being recognised by people. Even though he was dealing, all, he, he was brokering all these deals before. Yeah, the fact that he's just not with a company makes him a complete different guy. And as you said, the, the, the impact it has on a personal level. How do you challenge? A, how do you represent a guy and work for a guy? For free and do everything, and he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> ego is a word, but chip works as well. You know, it's like delusions of grandeur. I think is another element of it. You know, but yeah, I I, I love Jerry. I love Jerry. Just Jerry's I mean, it great. Has a, it has the sports element that he did. Starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> Didn't actually mention that, but yeah, <laughs> one of his better roles, I thought. Yeah, really loved Tom yeah, in yeah, that yeah. role. Um, yeah, definitely. That was my number five. Your number four. Oh, my top four. Good. Fuck me. Sorry. Carry on. Your number four. Right, um, we spoke about this a bit off camera. I told you to save it, and then um, I said we're going to go to a tangent. I know where we're going. You know, of course you do. Randy the Ram. Randy the Ram. Yeah, the wrestler. The wrestler. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it, and I've been told that it's wonderful. It. It. 
As a wrestling fan, I believe... Do you know what? As a wrestling fan, I think you'll appreciate it more, especially on... The same way you're more of a football fan than me. Mm. Okay, so it's slightly deeper for you in wrestling, but you know there's a depth that I have that will make me catch something like this instantly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And what... Mister every WWE game ever, yeah? <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Vince McMahon. <laughs> exactly. Vince McMahon. Oh, Vince McMahon got you drinking yeah, that Kool-Aid, bro. He's, he's got me good. He's got me good. Bring back an ice cream bar, I'll buy it. But... Um, Getting into like a seriousness, it it shows. I think what it also shows is to a lot of people who mock wrestling, right? A lot of oh, people yeah. who, who oh, that fake shit. All right, cool. I, yeah, I've seen the scene with him and uh, what's her face in the strip bar. Marissa Tomei. Yeah, and she's like, I thought it was fake. He's like, oh, let me show you fake. And he shows like the muscle <laughs> gone. Right, you, exactly. Like there is another side to wrestling. It was always pretty time. Yeah, shut up and watch the film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they show you the. The, the injuries that, as WWE used to say the, the the sport may not be real but the injuries are real yeah. something along don't that don't try this at home yeah, don't try there that, for yeah. a reason yeah you know it, it's um specially trained athletes now keyword athlete yeah and the, the, the key point in this is you can look at the whole predetermined side of it and be like it's not real competition but there is a point at which these guys bodies are actually going through something yeah whether it's to train to be in the ring or what's going on in the ring. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, and I say this very loosely because I watched it on a wrestling produced show. So it may be absolute bullshit. Sure. I have heard being slammed onto that mat, which is not, it has springs, but it is actually two by four wood, right? Like you are getting planks of wood that you're being slammed onto. On stretched canvas. On stretched canvas. But anyway, what I, I'm getting you know, to. I've been in the ring and I've, it's the same thing. With the impacts of their drops and you can relate to it in any other sport. Every time is like getting whiplash from a car accident, I've been told. Yeah. Right? So their bodies go through a lot. Now, aside from the pains and the injuries that they go through, this is what you were talking about earlier. It's a psychological effect. Mm. For anyone who tunes into a wrestling show, they see two hours of fun. Now, it's all good watching Bruce Willis for two hours, but he is the star for that two hours, and then he goes on to the next film. These guys have ten, ten minutes... minutes if you're lucky, <laughs> depending on your match, you know, okay, sometimes no you can... Jose. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You, you, put it this way, I can right now go to anyone who doesn't watch wrestling, anyone who doesn't watch wrestling, they'll listen to me right now, and we're familiar with The Rock. They will be familiar with Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. At a stretch, Rowdy Piper. Maybe The Undertaker. Maybe The Undertaker. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Shawn Michaels. Maybe Shawn Bret Michaels Hart. now. Exactly. What happens when I Shawn say... Shawn and Brett are proper wrestling. That's now, They, they no, don't no, have the worldwide like, consciousness that the non-wrestling fans but, would No, know. what I'm saying is, what happens when I say James Ellsworth? No fucking Exactly. Blue. What happens when I say Kurt Hawkins? Yeah? No. These guys who are going through the same thing. But are not guaranteed. And it, I, I say this with respect. It's like where you have your, your Hollywood superstars and then you have others trying to chase that dream. You know, and Randy... Yeah, you can go higher pedigree. Will Ospreay. Yeah. Ricochet. Exactly. These guys are tearing it up on an independent scene. But yeah. what does it mean for the world's success? But your body still goes through the same pain. Of course it does. And you go through this, this tr- transition of life. Now, Randy the Ram, played by... Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke, thank you. I had a blank there. Actually had, let's say, the Hulk Hogan fame. He was that 80 star that everyone knew. Kids were buying his yeah. merchandise. He had it all. Was As he not a different... Was he real, Randy Duran? No. No, no. For fiction. me, I, I saw it and I thought, Macho Man Randy Savage. That's the vibe I yeah, got. You kind of get that vibe. And he actually does the, the, an elbow drop, oh, which really? is very close to, you know, Randy, Randy Macho Savage. Macho Man's dead, isn't he? Sadly. Heart attack. 
behind the wheel. <laughs> there's another one. But this is it. Now, there's a lot of substance abuse within this industry. Yeah. And, you steroid know... Steroid and non-steroid. Steroid, yeah, exactly. The steroids and painkillers is a major one because of the I pain they put their bodies yeah. through. You know, and it just eases the pain. And I, I remember one... I don't want to deviate too much. Edge talks about yeah. going through rehab and hitting the turnbuckle and saying, oh, I'm going to have to get used to that pain again because the body had healed from it and now he wants his body to go back into it. These are the stuff they go through. Now, Randy, the Ram, is a major superstar and as far as time has caught up with him, he's gone from WWF, which everyone recognises, <laughs> yeah, to the independent shows. And I'm not even talking Ring of Honor, which is televised, and I'm getting really geeky here. I'm talking, you're lucky to catch it on YouTube. Yeah. It's just a local show. Yeah. The fans who are following it. And yes, he gets the spotlight of, hey, Randy's here, you know, mm. and going on for it. But he didn't have, after wrestling, I'm going to become a Hollywood movie star. No. It was, this is my life. There's one rock in a million people. Exactly. It really is. Literally. It for, really even, is. for all that Stone Cold is, he Stone Cold is, he's not the rock. No. He's not the rock. And I don't say that in a, my preference of star. Stone Cold doesn't get called to do blockbusters and no. franchises and spin-offs to franchises. Stone Cold isn't the highest he, paid he, actor in Hollywood. Exactly. It, 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 it's cut and dry. <laughs> it's cut and dry. Even Hulk Hogan, for all the bigness that he was, wasn't hasn't the made the rock. It's not the rock. So what does he do? He just lives for that bit of fame. He steps away from it. To, he tries to reconnect with his estranged daughter. He tries to get a personal life. But you know what? And I've always said this about a lot of wrestlers because I've seen him retire and come back. The curse of the superstar comes back. Yeah. The curse of star. He wants more. He goes back in. And it's what you're putting your body through for just that glimmer of fame. Just that touch of yep. reliving what you once did. And that's the funny thing with wrestling. In football, you when know you're it's done, time to you're retire. Done. You know it's time to retire. You can go... You can still go in the ring because... Ric Flair. Yeah. For better or worse terms, you've got to go... Keep Ta- Takahashi, isn't he like 50? Did you, the Undertaker, which is yeah. a legendary name. How many times people have speculated his retirement? He comes back. A lot of sports stars... Just once a year, though. <laughs> Takahashi's doing it like every month to be fair. But let's look at a lot of sports stars who have retired or have been injured in any other form of sport. Bill Goldberg being a massive name that many people yeah, yeah. retired. Couldn't do NFL. Went to... Re- the Rock... Went through injuries that cancelled his NFL career, even though it was more the Canadian Football League. Went and it was also college level, not pro level. He was getting there. I think he's actually signed it. It was past... Hmm. It was past I've read some of what The Rock is cooking. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I can't remember it detail for detail, but these are the parts. Hmm. But it's a really telling story. Yes, as a wrestling fan, it's a lot to me, but it's the exposure. It's part documentary. It's real... Like, it Didn't Aaron me... Sorkin write this? I think so. Yeah, you might be right there. I may be wrong. If I'm wrong, sorry. Uh, right, my number four. That was a good shout, AJ. The rest is a very good shout. Uh, my number four. Um, <laughs> much like the wrestler, not not real, but may you know, tra- kind of transcends that. Um, Rocky, your number four. Yeah, my number three. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, let's talk. You thought that was my number one, I bet. No, no, hmm. no. I, 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 I my I, what I believe is your number one is actually on my honourable. And I do apologise, it's just... I respect it, but it's not for me. It's been that way. I can't wait to hear what you think it is, unless you've got it completely right, in which case I can't understand. (laughs) (laughs) No, fair enough. Fair enough. If Um, it is what you think it is, and it actually is my number one, believe me, I'm not going to make a big argument for me to be on the Rushmore. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, To me, okay, Rocky is... What I love about Rocky, first of all, was the fact of how Stallone came about creating it. Oh, <laughs> it's so amazing. You watch a boxing match, you don't sleep, you just completely write a script. Yeah. 
bring it to Hollywood. We love it. We want it. Oh, there's one condition. What's that? I'm, I'm Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was one powerful key. And look at where it's put him now. You know, people talk Schwarzenegger and Stallone. It's like the way people talk about Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah. Or Tyson or Ali. You know, it's... I... Schwarzenegger, I think... <laughs> maybe was the biggest star. I don't think it's beyond reason to say Stallone was the better actor and is the better actor. By quite a long way. By quite a lot. And, and Schwarzenegger ain't never been Oscar nominated. It's true. Stallone has. And this is it though. And, and I mean, Arnie knew his position, you know. I will play a robot. Well done. <laughs> like, like, like The Rock. The Rock is like the second coming of Arnie. Of think of it. It is. It is. Without a shadow of a really doubt. really is. Without a shadow of a doubt. And it, it, it's one of those things I respect it. And you're right. It was that. But it's just that whole story. And that, again, it, to me with sport is the sacrifice and determination. I yeah. think that's something we have to really appreciate. And the more you, we come to this part of my list, the more you realize it. Yeah. Yeah. And Rocky, for the franchise that it has built, mm. shows that. And I think Rocky 1 is, I mean, regardless of results, <laughs> shows that, you know? Yeah. It's that going after your dream. Making it happen, the yeah. sacrifice, the yeah. energy, the, the, the determination. Mm. One, in terms of sporting films, I think a lot of people would have anticipated it to be a number one on either of our lists because I think it's the most iconic sporting and boxing film you will get. Oh, <laughs> that's debatable. Sporting film. I'm not saying it's the most, the best, the world sort acting. You said boxing film. This is, I, I know where we're going. Oh, and this, okay. is why, this is where I know where your number one is. But put it out there. If you said to someone, boxing movie. Rocky. Right. And that's where we're looking at. That's that point of, that's the key focus. I know what your number one is. I know you. Right. Right. That's where it sticks out to me. I know what your number one is then. I think you'll be shocked. But you're close. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, that's that's what Rocky is. Rocky is the ultimate, I wouldn't say ultimate underdog story, but it's the ultimate. It is the ultimate underdog story. I mean, he's the underdog and... He loses. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had to make a franchise for him to win. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Good point. Which, it, but this is it. Amazing franchise. Now, I'm just going to go into it now. Tangent of Rocky. That's not coming up in your list, is it? Is it on your honourable at all? Creed, of course, is on my honourable. Okay, that's what I was going to go. It was so big. This is how big it is. Is that it built a new generation in Creed? It's on my honourables as well. I could. Uh, you I had it on both. Creed you can't, you can't put both. No, I was going to say I had Creed in the list, but then you can't do Creed and Rocky in the no. list. I mean, Creed would have been higher up, don't you? I mean, lower down, should I yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. But like, I was like, no, you can't do. You can't do two of the films. Rocky is the movie, and Rocky is that boxing movie. Yeah, you know, and that's that's where I had to go. Ba-na-na. Exactly. With, with, with all due respect to Creed, we all remember the, the eye of the tiger, and you know, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. Really do. I love that fucking movie. I really do. Uh, right, that was your number. F- my number four. Your number three. So my number three. Um, I don't think this has made your list. Um, Invictus. No, it's actually on my two C list. And mate, it's fucking. It's so I, good. I'm so fully aware of it. It's so, so good. Matt Damon and Morgan Freeman. It's the movie uh, about the Springbok. That's South Africa. For those of you who don't know rugby, it's the movie about the Springbok winning the 1995 World Cup. Um, this, this uh, I, I can't think of a sports movie which has got such deep reaching importance. This was at a time when apartheid had just ended. Yeah. Nelson Mandela had just, just come into power. 
the Springbok, you know, football was for the blacks. Rugby was for the whites, yeah? Um, it, it, you know, the sport in itself, the very image of the Springbok, that green and gold jersey to the, to the rest of the South African population who are not white, that represented, you know, a continuation of apartheid. What this movie showed was that if you can rally a country behind a team and embrace the change led by Nelson Mandela on the political front, and, uh, and uh, Francois Pina, played by Matt Damon, as the captain of the Springbok. It was, it's, it's 1995, South Africa needed to win that World Cup. On many levels, They yeah. needed to. That country needed to win that World Cup to show togetherness. Much like in 1998, people call it, you know, as a hoax, it wasn't. France needed to win the Football World Cup. You know, Le Front National with that cunt Lupin nearly came into power. So very true. And then, you know, a team made up with people from the Basque country, from Zaire, from Algeria, from Russia, you know, this multi-ethnic team of footballers came together and went, fuck you, we're a nation. Much like the Springbok did in 95. And the way, and you know it's directed by Clint Eastwood, Invictus? Yes. Um, I love the way Eastwood shot this. It felt borderline like, it, not, not um, found footage or handy cam, but it felt like, you know, real TV production sport. Um, it, you just felt like you were right there in the games. And the way that the Springbok grow as a team together from sort of being, you know, not a unit. They're all good athletes, but they're not a unit, you know. Um... What chance did they have of winning the World Cup? None. But because of the support and the relationship the Mandela and Pinar have together, you know, it, it's fascinating to watch how this team grew into no, being. I really wanted to. You know, and can I just say, okay, you'll know this, you're not the biggest rugby fan, you appreciate it. No, 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 yeah. Who's the greatest rugby player of all time? I am so tempted to say something, and I really don't want it's to. It's not Johnny Wilkinson. No, 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 no. Go, you're probably right. The, the one that sticks out to me was Jonah Lomu. That is correct. Thank you. Thank Christ, I was scared of okay. that Okay. The only team who have ever been able to stop Jonah Lomu scoring a try. Springbok. Wow. They neutralised him. And, you know, this was him at the peak of his powers. You know, this, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. this is him where you could fucking make a video edited to Fort Minors. <laughs> Remember the name, you know. This man was terrifying. And Pinar... Oh, Jonah. Sorry. Yeah. Put that fucking hell. That right. It threw me when I heard Yeah. That. What? No. Pinar came up with a plan to say, none of us are as fast as him, none of us are as strong as him. Gang bang the fucker. If one of you gets hold of him, do not let go and we'll be there to help you. So it basically ended up being, if Jonah had the ball, three of you on him. Is that, you they stopped him there. Yeah. The yeah. fucking key, the, the All Blacks didn't score a try. They did not score a try in the final. They managed, you know, they went to, um, to a draw because they kicked the whole way. It's one of the only finals where there wasn't a try score. They cancelled each other out and they cancelled out an All Blacks team that had Jonah Lomo in it. Uh, they stopped Jonah Lomo. Wow. Yeah, it, it's, and they show that in all of its glory. And it's really fascinating to think that, you know, a guy, every time the Rugby World Cup's on, inevitably Francois Pinar's there because he's a legend. But you think, man, fucking hell, that guy had a relationship with Nelson Mandela, one of the you know, most prominent political figures of all time, the relationship they built to build a nation together in post-apartheid world, and the fact that they captured this so well on camera, man, I was really reminisced to not put this as my number one, because it's such an important movie. The one downside to it, I hate to say it, Morgan Freeman's South African accent really leaves a lot to be desired. Morgan, the thing about that, Morgan has such an iconic voice that 
No, but he tries. He tries. No, no, he tries. But what I'm saying is, in that element of him trying to tweak that voice, I don't know if it's actually possible. I, I could be wrong. He may have done it in another film that I'm not aware of. Well, the thing is, is that if you think about how Nelson Mandela... I mean, I think I do quite a good Nelson Mandela, so we'll come to that in a second. But the way that, you know, like a South African speaks like this, yeah? So they've got that kind of twang like a Dutch person does, which is what Francois Pina has. Nelson Mandela had a deep rasping voice. Spark like this. If you want to be winner of the World Cup, you have got to come together as one nation. It's not bad. It's not bad. I congratulate you. Um, it sounds so bad. But, um, but Morgan Freeman couldn't do, do that. It still sounded American. Um, Ahmed Jalili. Ahmed, yeah, of course. Love Ahmed. Have you seen his stand-up when he's like, if you ever want to try and do um, Nelson Mandela, just talk like the teacher from Charlie Brown. But no, congratulations on your No, I think yeah. my accent is not no, the no, best, but it's all yeah, right. It's, you know, yeah, you, you can hear Mandela you, you, right You know who you're trying to be. No, yes. yes. It's, it's not hard to guess who it's going to be. Morgan, it's, it's kind of, it's in and out. Think of, you know, DiCaprio does a great South African in Blood Diamond, but think of DiCaprio's Irish accent in Gangs of New York. It, it, it's yeah, in and out. It yeah. breaks a bit. Um, same here. Like, when he's doing a voiceover or narration, it's like 100% American. I'm like, Morgan, I don't feel like you're even trying here. <laughs> they called me after I've been paid. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it felt like that. Yeah. So, m- m- although he portrayed Mandela brilliantly, his accent really left a lot to be desired. No, fair um, enough. But yeah, Invictus met fucking wonderful movie. Especially when you know it's what that country had just been through. Like, it, it's amazing. Okay, cool. Your number two? My number two. We mentioned it earlier, and that's why I know you're shocked. Oh. Coach Carter. It's not your number one. It's not my number one. What the fuck is your number one? Okay, I've got an idea. Um, <laughs> carry on with Coach Carter. Coach Carter, to me, it, it, it's similar but different from Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans was more about bringing unity together in a, a, in a ragtag team. Yeah. This one is Mighty Ducks Gone Serious, maybe. Not that he yeah, has, yeah, 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 yeah. Not that he has a a fine or anything. He's just a man who believes in principle and morals. You know, good ones. And yeah, it, it, it's stuff that you need to build our generation. And this is why I have so much respect for Kane Carter. It's the fact that yeah, you, you, you're really good on the court, but what are you doing in class? Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a school team. You will represent your school. Yeah. And you're you're actually building the foundations to a team with. And I'm not saying this derogatively with a lot of absent fathers mm. he is now being that father figure for them yeah. building them to be men of the future you want to be on the team not just sportsmen yeah. actual men men of the future yeah. you, want to be, you, you want to make the team cool um, make sure your grades are up uh, why are you cutting class talk to people with manners this yeah. isn't a free pass into life because you know what just like we talked about with the football earlier just as we talked about with the wrestlers you're not guaranteed to become an all-star star. Yeah, no. yeah, you're the king of your school, but when you're out in the big wide world, you may not be Michael Jordan, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what comes next? Yeah. I want you to have a backup plan. If you do make it, well done, and I'm very happy and proud of yeah. you. But what happens if you don't? And it's wonderful how they actually embrace what he's telling them. Yeah. Granted, it's quite violent it at the beginning. It takes it time takes for time, it to sink in. But, but that's because they've had that life. And you know, you know, it takes, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. No. It takes time. But he was willing to bend the rod. Or in this case, a young pup to not bark. Yeah, exactly. It's all of that, you know. It's, 
Isn't Channing Tatum's first appearance in this movie? I believe it is. He, yeah. yeah, it was all of that. God, he couldn't act then, poor guy. <laughs> but <laughs> poor to be Channing. fair, he, not much was asked of him. You know, he was no. one of many... You're those bullshit crews! <laughs> <laughs> Literally that. Like, well done, son. <laughs> Go back to dancing. <laughs> Go bounce that ball for us. That's yeah. all they needed him to do. Yeah. But it was, you know, just be your little hip-hop crew. Like, you know, your little ghetto, ghetto yeah. I don't want to use the term, but it's just a little guys. Yeah. Little ghetto blasters. Yeah. Just be those guys. And it was that. It, but the, the mission, and the fact that it's a true story really touches, you know? And, it's, mm. and what I love is... It is a true I story, think, isn't it? It is a true story. I think in real life, not wanting to give a spoiler, I think in real life the team lost. Yeah. Whereas I think... No, in, they lost in the movie. Did they lose in the they movie? They lose at the end of yes, the movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But it's just that thing. And the thing is, though they lost the championship, they won in life. Oh, and that's how I think they all appreciated that as well. Yeah, yeah, they came and, out and changed. Man. Yeah, and that's the that's what I love about Coach Carter. Yeah, Coach Carter's a goodie. Right, you're number two. I'm guessing we punted on as well. We did. Warrior, Warrior. I knew it was a number one. I know it. Was a number one. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to change my number one now, just to say, "Fuck you! You don't know me." <laughs> cool. Okay, <laughs> Warrior with Nick Nolte. As the father of two brothers, played by Joel Edgerton and Tom Hardy. Um, it's a mixed martial arts movie. It's basically Rocky MMA. As good as. Yeah! But do you know what? Is it Rocky... How long is it Rocky Four? Rocky Four's with Drago. I'm tempted to go down that route, yeah? Because Tom Hardy's character... When I say that, it's not Rocky One because you, you're, you're watching two parallel stories. You've got the PTSD Tom Hardy. Yeah. Who's just smash and grab. I don't give a fuck about anyone. Yeah. Which is the Drago part that I'm trying to refer to, but it's not that deep. And you've got the Joel Edgerton part who's trying to do this the for his Rocky, family. Yeah, yeah, just like, okay, okay, I'm actually pretty good at this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 let's yeah. Do this. So he came at it for two different reasons. Mm-hmm. Both understandable. You can understand a guy with PTSD wanted to find a way to vent his anger. Yeah. <laughs> and then his brother, who's just doing it as a way of funding his family. Yeah. Both coming and both having a seriously disjointed relationship between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, between the Did three. you know Kurt Angle was in this? Yeah, I do remember seeing him. He, he's the like main fighter. Uh, put it this way, this is one of those theories now, going back to what we said, without going down your Kurt Hawkins route, who knows Kurt Angle? No. And this is an Olympic freaking gold medal, yes, as people say in character, but rightfully but actually, so. He is, so he, is Dolph Ziggler, do you know? Dolph, Dolph Ziggler was Olympian. He didn't win gold, but Dolph Ziggler was... Uh, yes, I believe So is Ronda Rousey. Um, but yes, yeah, going back, back to, to yeah. Warrior. What I found f- loved about this movie is how... Because you know my background, I did this shit for 10 years too, but what I loved is, is how real it all felt, how nitty gritty it was. You know? Very nitty gritty. It was very one of those where Tom Hardy goes to that gym, you can kind of smell the sweat in that gym, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, can, you can see the fucking blood and dirt that's on the floor, and you, can re- you, f- you feel like you're in there, um, the way that the promoters are sort of, and I, this is all real, guys, the way that the promoters within that gym are kind of using everyone else to prop up their main guy. That is how it works. Like, if you want to fucking get onto a fight card, you need to take out the main guy in your gym. Like, the fight starts a long time before the fight card ever starts. Like, the fight starts in the gym. People are like, yeah, yeah, we're all a community. Yeah, you are. But you And this is coming from experience. There's always a top guy in the gym. You need to earn his respect to even have a chance of getting on the fight card. Yeah. If you can, knock him out and pretend it was an accident. (laughs) (laughs) No, but hey. I didn't do that. I became the top guy's best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. But hey, as the old saying goes, 
to be the man, you've got to beat the man. So if you do knock him out, all befriend the man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, way, he, whichever way works. And the top guy then became my trainer. What up? <laughs> it worked. It worked. Mate, so it fucking worked. did a trick for me. But um, No, I loved how authentic it was. I loved how nitty gritty it was. I loved the fucking fact that there was a really good family story at the core of it. I loved that volatile relationship between Hardy and his father. Um, you know, one of the best scenes of the movie was, you know, him having to put aside his beef with his father, seeing his father being drunk and, you know, yeah. nurturing him. I was like, man, this movie's got some depth it's to got, it. It's got depth. It's not. It's got some depth for, to for it. For a film that's got a poster with two guys with their tops off and, like, looking ready to fight. And making you feel very inferior. <laughs> especially that. Especially hard. Just, just based on the world, you know, the MMA world, you're like, okay, they're just cashing in off of MMA, which had blown up at the time. Yeah. You know? It became a statewide accepted sport whereas yeah. in the early days where it wasn't so okay catch it. it was good <laughs> it's got depth it's got surprising depth to it I'd argue more than Rocky yeah I really would no 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 I can't, I can't dispute that I can't dispute that But I don't deny the, the, the cultural and pop culture impact that Rocky's had and Warrior doesn't come close to that and exactly as you said, you talk sports movie, specifically boxing movie, boom, Rocky's there. Yeah. But for the people who have seen both, if you say, Each how about Warrior? Movie. Everyone will go, oh, Warrior was good. Yes. <laughs> Warrior was this serious. Is, this is it. This is and it. that's why it's my number two. Number one. I've got, it could be three things. Go. Is it boxing related? Just list them and we'll go. Okay. I'm thinking because you're a wrestling fan, I'm thinking you might have gone with something left field like Gridiron Gang. No. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Love for the rock, but no. Did you not like that film? It wouldn't be number one. <laughs> Just say it that way. You know it's a true story. Great Iron Gang. True story. Yes, yes, I did know yeah. that. I went with the game plan. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> for your face reaction alone, I had to do that. No, no. It's not a thing to do with Dwayne John. Could you have gone... Caught me off guard and gone with something of real unexpectedness like any given Sunday or Moneyball? No. Good shout, sir. Could you have surprised me and gone Daniel Day-Lewis and gone with The Boxer? I knew that would make it honourable for you. And it's on mine as well. Or Will Smith and Ali. I actually don't like that movie. I've never seen that movie. Do you know what? I haven't got the full depth, but Will Smith... You know where we talk about Morgan Freeman Mm. doing the Mandela? Will Smith just wasn't Ali. I would have preferred Will Smith just talking jive and cocky as Ali instead of trying to do the voice. And it was just like, I'm talking like... And it really done me in and I couldn't right. appreciate the film. I you know you haven't gone Adam Sandler. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Or Waterboy. Have you? The Waterboy does have the big show. And I am a major wrestling fan, but no. <laughs> the only thing I can think that you've done to me is taken my advice and finally seen it and watched The Fighter with Christian Bale no, and Mark Wahlberg. No, I haven't got no, I'm out of ideas then, mate. I'll give you a clue. Just like Invictus, this was directed by Peter Eastwood. Million Dollar Baby. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great film. Great yeah. shout. That was, that's my number one. Yeah, that's a great shout. It's one of those films I just didn't know what to expect. You hear all the hype. Hilary Swank has won the, the Oscar. And I'm like... Did she win the Oscar for this? I'm sure she... That was the film that got her the Oscar. Right. I'm sure it was. And, I'm like, and then she disappeared into nothingness. I know. And, and I'm like, what, Ricky, what, 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 what is this film about? And don't get me wrong, Leila Ali has done amazing as a female boxer, so I'm not disputing that. And I'm like, but you always think to yourself, like, Rocky is the pinnacle. Mm. Oh, you know, there are others, which I know is your number one coming. There are many you boxes. You sure of yourself. I'm, I'm going to change sure. my number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read your <laughs> But I'm like, what is this film? 
but the story behind it. Again, we go down the rocky route of the, de- the determination. And this is one of, you look at Clint Eastwood as a hard knuckle trainer who doesn't want to know. And he's really oh, he's putting her through. It. He's putting her through the ringer. Like, you want to do this? Do that. And it, it, it comes again like um, cool runnings. Yeah. Let, let's, let's curve it a bit more to really kick you out. But she's yeah. like, yeah, do what you want. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. All of that goes on. The, the, the story, the fight, the ending. Hmm. I, I, I can't even say anything else because I, I just I, I can't do anyone the injustice of going into what the ending is but yeah. the ending and you're like that no that after all you've done that's not how it ends mm. <laughs> that's not how it ends and I yes it is it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's, but that's the thing of whether this film is real or not life can be a bitch and it could have ended that way that, that's life yeah swallow it yeah yeah. What's my number one, bitch? Now let me talk like the rock. The bull on the shoulder. Raging bull. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In one. <laughs> listen, How is I'm, it not honourable, mate? Listen, I... Fuck's sake. I respect Scorsese untold. I respect De Niro untold. Joe Pesci. There's something about Raging Bull. And maybe I have to watch it again. Now bear in mind... this. When did you time. see it last? Truthfully. No, honestly, truthfully, it's, I ha- it's taken me a while to have to go back to it. I've watched it the once. And that was in the time when you gave me Casino, Taxi Driver, and a few other classics <laughs> worth mentioning. So I... I, I but I'm going to say this with thought in my head, because it, it may have just been the wrong hour of the day. Maybe too psychological for me at the time of watching it's it. It's very psychological. Right. So this is it. I... Not saying again. Expectation is what expectation. Like you, you want a boxing movie, you watch Rocky. He's boxing. Yeah. This is you, you're watching boxing, but there's so much more to it. No, oh, you're in the mindset of this guy. Yeah, and I'm like, I need to come back at it, and I haven't. When but I'm was not it? You saw it. So this was years ago. Years ago. This is at least ten, ten years ago plus mm. ten plus. Yeah, and I'm not open to say, look. It's in honourable because I know it's worthy of watching. It's something to be appreciated. But it, just on accolades alone, as well as what I saw, but it was too much. For me. I'm like, you know, when it, you've watched it to the end and you're like, not that it's shit, but no. What am I watching? I had. A, what it's, am I watching? The way you need to watch Raging Bull, and this is why. I'm not going to fight for it to be on the Rushmore, but because it's why it's my favourite sports movie, is that because you almost mustn't view it as a sports movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a biography. That's how you need to see it. It's kind of like what you were touching on with a wrestler, right? You got your ring moments and you got what really goes on. You know, him losing touch with reality, him beating his wife, him doing giving everything that's important to him up and losing scope of what's actually important to him putting on all that weight to him being a failed stand-up comic you know it's a real it's not a fucking descent into madness but it's a descent into fucking nothingness it's not a rags to riches it's a riches to rag story and it the reason it's sports related aside from the fact that he's boxing and jake lamotta was actually a real person he was called the raging bull um much like, you know, what happened with Mike Tyson and what you can see in his documentary. Fall, yeah. It's the rise and fall, but how fucking hard these guys fall. Yeah. Like, when the carpet is swept up from under you, you fall hard on your ass, man. And that's why what you said about Coach Carter resonates so much in this movie. It's like, you ain't got no plan B. What, you're going the results of not having... Yeah. You got no plan B. And that's fucking tragic. And the fact that you're already quite abusive and violent and not unhinged, but something's wrong with you, you know? Yeah. 
now you take your sort of one, your, your one saving grace, that's gone. What are you? you? You're a shell of a man. You've got nothing left. That's why it's so powerful is because that can happen no, not to that, anyone. It's a movie about life, really, but it just happens to be life within the context of a boxer. Let's be honest, though, and I say this with the highest respect. Who can tell us what half of the other Chicago Bulls are doing short of Rodman and Jordan of that era? And I'm not saying they're failures. They could be living very comfortable lives. But it's where you are at that superstardom. What happens next? How do you but this, is goes, this goes back no, no, to what I was telling you off yeah. camera. Um, when I... Okay, recap for this other screen, dudes. I was asking you about Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare, yeah. and you were like, Palumbo's doing bikes, and O'Hare committed suicide. And I, I was like, what, what, O'Hare? And, you know, I, I looked into how many of these athletes have committed suicide, and the numbers are not in the five to tens. Considering that there's not, you know, that it's usually one-on-one or two-on-two, the numbers are fucking astronomical for the amount that are either dead, and you can relate that to either heart failure due to substance abuse or... It's steroid abuse or whatever to the fact that they just got depressed and off themselves yeah it's scary how many people that when they've got their moment of spotlight we love them but, but you forget them you forget them I forgot how much I love Sean O'Hare you know I watched some of his highlights from the other night man he was talented disappeared into nothingness to the degree where I didn't even remember him until I was reminded of him do you know and again this is I, I, I hate to bring it into wrestling but it's, it's what I know I, I do apologise people I remember Shawn Michaels. Now, you you missed Shawn in the original run. Yeah, yeah. But Shawn is my wrestler, through and through. Shawn was coming back, mm. right? And the first thing they say to him is, we need to reintroduce you. And he's like, what do you mean reintroduce me? I've only been out four years. Yeah. There's a whole generation of kids who don't know you. Yeah. There's a whole generation of guys who don't see you as a favourite like me and others have and will have forgotten you. Mm. Yeah? I, we have favourites. Mm. That we have actually forgotten. And I know this. <laughs> I can personally say that. Yeah, yeah. And even in the world of football, I think we can say that. You know? As much as he's an absolute legend, how many people actually have gone on to follow Dennis Burkamp <laughs> on Twitter? Well, he, I don't even know if he does have one. I'm sure he does, but, but you, know, yeah. you should know as an Arsenal fan. I'm, as I said, I'm a wrestling fan. I, I just Do you know, well, I'll give you the, the big one, which people, you know, everyone talks about Messi and Ronaldo, and then you talk about the greats who are the names that always come up. Pele, Maradona, Zidane, Johan Cruyff. People never talk about George Best. And more recently, I mean, they do, but not in the same breath. You know? Who the fuck talks about Ronaldinho anymore? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's go even better. Who talks about Ronaldo? Mm. No, but I mentioned Ronaldinho because for me, Ronaldinho is... No, I know the original Ronaldo, yeah. But the reason I mentioned Ronaldinho is because... And I say this as a France fan, someone who grew up watching Zinedine Zidane and who's privileged to watch Messi and Ronaldo now. Fucking Ronaldinho is the most gifted player I've ever seen. Appreciated. But do you remember the, the... The merchandise. The, the fact that anyone who was predators now, that's Ronaldo. Like, yeah, it yeah. was Ronaldo. Yeah. That name was everything. And then another... Re- that's how bad it is. Another Ronaldo came and you were nothing. That mm. like, first one was a confusion of, what, Ronaldo's back? Mm. To who? Yeah. How dare that guy who Nike put all over him become who? Yeah. <laughs> and it's life. And you see him now, he's very much like Jake LaMotta. Then yeah. into a big fat guy who's got not much going for And this is the sad thing, is that to, to a lot of kids, like, let's go back to this current World Cup. To convince a kid now that the Argentinian manager that you're looking at there, Maradona, was one of the greatest... Not the manager. Maradona's not the manager. Was he not? No, no he's just a fan. Now. He, he was... Oh, yeah, right, right, at the time, yeah. Former manager. Yeah, yeah. 
was one of the to convince anyone that that guy was one of the greatest to ever touch a football pitch. If you weren't seeing the footage, it. you wouldn't believe you it. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. No, but it's life. Of course, you wouldn't. It's like all the you know. Think about it in this context. You know that Kylian Mbappe, that new wonder yeah. kid for France, he wasn't alive when France won the '98 World Cup. How amazing is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's heard of D- his manager now, Didier Deschamps. He knows that that manager captained the '98 team. Never saw it. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's a real reality check for us. Because yeah. I mean, like, we can go back to '66, but that's generations ago. Yeah, this was something we lived as teens. We're not even old. <laughs> With yeah. respect to you know, some people may see us as old, but you know, a couple of years down the line. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, that was deep. I like it. Indeed, indeed. That's why sports movies are so good. You can go deep with this shit. It now puts me in a very difficult position. What, with the Rushmore? And I'll be honest, why? What, have I kind of sold you on Raging Bull? Is that it? (laughs) Yeah. Now, this is something that you were willing to admit, right? It doesn't need to make the Rushmore. No, 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 it doesn't. But when we're looking at the elements, right, we've got the prep from Coach Carter of if you don't make it. We've seen the results of if you don't prep. Which are both worthy. We've got... All right, let's, let's just get this in. Rocky's naturally in there. I think as a sports movie, it's one of the most... Okay. Nothing's locked in for me this week because we both put a lot of quality forward. You see, I, I love I... Million Dollar Baby, but I, I wasn't sure if it would make it in because I... The there's, only there's one range... I would absolutely fight to be in there, AJ, would be Invictus. Which I can appreciate. That's the only says... one I'm going to fight for. Otherwise, I'm open for debate here. I, I like... You see, now... If I go Invictus, I also think we have to go for Court Rollins. Over Eddie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of what they went through, yeah, sure. It, it, it goes more... Well, we said it ourselves. Yeah, it yeah. gets more extreme. So, now we're talking groundbreaking moments. Which, funny enough, could have made... Well, Court Rollins covers that. Yeah, no, but yeah. I'm saying... Oh, yeah. Of course he does. No, I'm saying... But then there were, now have we... Are we doing this as a... Just, uh, we're dis, is it a disjustice to put both in? What, Eddie and... Well, cool. cool Run-ins and Invictus. They're different though, because one's oh, completely different. And one's comedy, family approach. One's, well, it's not only that. You mean they're similar in the sense that they both deal with racial uh, stereotypes? Well, racial stereotype, life of life of May, Invictus is, with the highest respect to that bobsled team, no, no, Invictus no, no, is so much I'm wider actually so more Run Invictus than yeah, yeah. Cool Run-ins. But yeah, I'm yeah. saying, does that mean Cool Run-ins makes the elimination? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just looking at it because if we're going to, well, it depends what else is being presented. <sighs> okay, we've got a life-changing moment. I'm now tempted to go on one that made my honourable for so many of my honourables that I could potentially do it. I'm working on it. It's crossed my mind. I'm thinking, does it make it, Jerry Maguire? Because it shows the other yeah. side of sport. Yeah. Do you want to write yes. a lot of your honourables, actually? I'm sure you've got a few. Do you know what? It's, there's a few. You've read out a load of them. <laughs> Trying to figure out what was there. Um, where have I got? Easy, Mr. Hall in one. Re- um, Cinderella Man. Honourable for me, too. Yeah. Dodgeball. Nah. It's a crazy, stupid comedy. It's <laughs> worth mentioning. Happy Gilmore. Longest Yards. Yeah. Yeah. Creed. Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. Yeah, those are those my main ones, to be honest. I've got Any Given Sunday... Moneyball, Cinderella Man, Ali, Rush, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy. Rush is something I, yeah, yeah. I forgot. And Waterboy, then there's the Senna. Gridiron Gang, Senna, um, Mean Machine, Longest Yard, The Wrestler, The Fighter, Space Jam. I actually think The Wrestler should make it. One, being a wrestling fan, but that other... But then, but then the argument of Raging Bull. But then we've got a real life. 
This what I think the wrestler needs to be seen based on the judgment people have of wrestling as well. Sure. So, I'm not against the wrestler being in there. Okay, so we've got Invictus, which covers our real life facts, and then we've got the wrestler, the wrestler, which shows the dark side of what can happen mm-hmm. in that element. These are those are two powerful ones. Oh yes. I, I I now wonder should Rocky make it just on most iconic? I, I don't think we yeah. deny most iconic. Yeah, fine. Do it. I'm okay. happy with that. Cool. What the hell makes a fall? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been more challenged. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to put Million Dollar Baby if Rocky's going in there. This is the thing. I don't it, want to put Warrior to... if Rocky's going in there. And I kind of And don't... to be fair, I couldn't put Million Dollar Baby if we got Invictus because that's two Eastwood productions. You know, that would have just been... I don't think that's important, it's but yeah, not, sure. But I, I feel there's more diversity we can range in. And then he tells the story. Without seeing it, I feel he tells the story in a similar way. I argue to put Raging Bull in there, but I mean, I'm not... I think with the wrestler and Invictus, there's a, not many... And Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing, real life, and like, yeah. the outside. Like, you've been covered, mate. Yeah. I mean, I'm not against your Jerry Maguire angle. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be... Ah, oh, fucking hell. Part of me feels like bend it like Beckham because we're in no. the World Cup season. I think, Jer- no, I think Jerry has to be the other way. As a non-sports star, how is it appreciated? Because the others will focus on the team, the nation. This is... Um, can this is the up. individual yeah. behind the sport, yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's settle on that. <laughs> I like that. It's going to get out of hand. I actually this. really like that. Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of sports movies in no particular order is Rocky. Our second entry is Invictus. Our third entry is The Wrestler. Our final entry into sports movies is Show Me the Money, Jerry Maguire. Do you know what? I, I, I'm going to be honest now. I'm looking at your list and I'm looking at mine and I'm thinking, none of them are worthy of being like, anything in your list for me to go, how have you got that shit on there? And then I look at mine, all right, Space Jam is a bit wacky, but it's out there. Like, there's a lot of decent sports films out there. Oh, yeah, there's a boy. lot. I mean, even with Honourables, even The Fighter, which was there, The Boxer, there's a lot of shit in there. That you I had, it was hard for me to leave The Fighter off. I, I can appreciate it. But it's like that's so close to Raging Bull, you know. It's another true boxing story. Irish Mickey Ward. It's like ah, I can't put both on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not taking Raging off. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. I think we've got some good scope in that. Um, again, guys, if you're joining us again, thank you very much. Glad to have you on board. And if you're coming from a new country, new location, or even the same location, but it's a first time listening, I really do hope you enjoyed the ride. And thank you very much. Um, do give us a. A subscription on the old iTunes, a five-star rating would be appreciated. But if it's less, give us a comment. Tell us why. We'd love to know. And obviously, don't forget to enter the Instagram. You could pick the next topic. You'd be like, I don't like sport. Well, you may have guessed that it was all to do with sport. And then pick a real challenging topic. Yep. Um, Our winners. The Evil Empire. The Evil Empire have given us a very interesting topic, which is, yeah, right. You really think I was going to give that away? (laughs) (laughs) It's something to be interested in. It's going to be a challenge, which, but we like. Swashbuckling was a challenge. It Mental was. disorder was a challenge. Even this one for the fact of there are so many, you know, there are so many. So, guys, thank you very much. That is Movie Mount Rushmore on iTunes and SoundCloud and everywhere else that, does, that offers audio. We are available on YouTube as well. We'll catch our film reviews there. And obviously, again, on 
Um, Instagram. Yeah. Occasionally, if you're lucky, you might find me post on Facebook. <laughs> That's just the way it goes. But no, thank you very much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. And for until the next time, I am Anthony Jordan. I am Nicole Rowe. See ya. See ya. See ya.